From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, President Yoon Song-yeol visits the National Intelligence Service and urges the agency to showcase its capacity to neutralize North Korean provocations. The U.S. discloses a nuclear-powered submarine is in Busan port, with observers saying it is an apparent warning by Washington to North Korea as the regime continues its missile provocations. And the OECD places South Korea among countries with the most successful pandemic response. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Kuhijin. President Yoon Song-yeol has paid a visit to the National Intelligence Service, his first tour of the spy agency, and received a policy briefing from its director, Kim Gyu-hyun, on a Friday. According to a press release by the top office, Yoon noted the grave security concerns on the Korean peninsula and rising global uncertainties and called on the NIS to demonstrate its capacity to neutralise the North Korean regime's provocations and poor judgment, thereby boldly competing in the global race for information. He said the reason for the agency's existence, in other words, its fundamental duty is to defend our freedom and there cannot be any lapse in safeguarding national security. The president also stressed that NIS employees must be above par in their work attitude as civil servants. He also urged the agency to strengthen cyber capabilities and apply advanced technology in analysing North Korea overseas and anti-espionage intelligence. Yoon called for endless research, education and training to collect scientific data, saying that the NIS must aim to be the world's best. The USS Springfield, a 6,000-ton Los Angeles-class submarine, recently docked in Busan. In a social media post Saturday, the U.S. Pacific Fleet said the Springfield has entered the Busan Naval Base in the South Korean port city. The fleet revealed five photos of crew members preparing for a port entry, raising South Korean and U.S. flags and being welcomed by the South Korean Navy. Since deployment to Guam last year, the fast attack, a submarine has conducted missions in the Indo-Pacific. Observers say the rare disclosure of a highly classified location of a nuclear-powered sub may be Washington's warning to North Korea as the regime continues its missile provocations. According to defense analysts and insiders, the Springfield likely carries dozens of Tomahawk cruise missiles with a range of 3,100 kilometers. The OECD has placed South Korea and Japan in a group of countries with the lowest fatalities from COVID-19 based on deaths per 1 million people. In a report released Thursday titled Ready for the Next Crisis, Investing in Health System Resilience, the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development categorized countries into four groups of A to D. Group A with the lowest pandemic death rate also included Australia, New Zealand, Denmark, Finland, Iceland and Norway. Group D with the highest death rate include Hungary, Slovakia and the Czech Republic. 
noting that countries in Group A had more hospitals and more workers in the public health sector, the report acknowledged a correlation between pandemic response and the healthcare system. The report also highlighted South Korea's 3T strategy of testing, tracing and treatment with isolation as an exemplary policy. The OECD advised countries to invest 1.4% of gross domestic product in strengthening health system resilience in order to prepare against the next crisis. Daily new COVID-19 cases remained in the low 10,000 range as the outbreak continues to stabilise. The Korea Disease Control and Prevention Agency said Saturday that 10,055 infections were reported throughout Friday, similar to the day before. The tally is down by 660 from a week ago and 2,700 from two weeks prior and is the lowest for a Saturday in 35 weeks. Of the new cases, 29 are from overseas and the number of patients in critical care has edged down to 181, remaining in the 100s for the sixth day. Friday added 11 fatalities, raising the death toll to 33,940. The overall mortality rate from the virus stands at 0.11%. You're now listening to the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul, Korea. Voice of America reports that in the past month, some 20 North Korean defectors hiding in China while trying to make their way to South Korea via Southeast Asian countries were arrested by Chinese security police. The report published Saturday cited Christian missionary organizations and brokers as multiple sources for their apprehension, including the arrest of a man and three women in a space of a week in different areas of China early this month. Another missionary official told VOA between 12 and 16 North Koreans were apprehended in Qingdao in Shandong province and three others in Yunnan province earlier this month. One broker said around 30 defectors successfully reached Southeast Asia from China in the past two months, but that risks involved in the escape route have also increased. Citing sources, VOA said the cost of such getaways recently surged to at least 15 million won, compared to just 1 to 2 million won in the past, since Chinese authorities stepped up penalties and fines on smuggling and human trafficking in border areas. The U.S. has indicted a Russian national who illegally provided hazardous gas detectors and software to North Korea. The U.S. Justice Department said Friday that Russian businessman Ilya Balakev has been charged with violating America's export controls. The Moscow resident allegedly signed a contract with a North Korean embassy official based in Moscow to obtain hazardous gas detectors and software from the U.S. for the benefit of the North Korean government. According to that indictment, Balakev also bought and repaired electronic spectrum and analyzers, signal generators and gas detection equipment that can be used in sensitive foreign counterintelligence and military operations and had them shipped overseas from the U.S. 
Meanwhile, prosecutors in New York have filed a complaint seeking to seize properties in the U.S. owned by Russian oligarch Viktor Vexelberg over alleged sanctions, evasion and money laundering. South Korean ambassador to Japan Yoon Dong-min has inspected sites linked to wartime Korean forced labor in Japan's Kyushu region from Monday to Wednesday. According to Seoul's embassy in Tokyo, Yoon visited the Miike coal mine, a UNESCO World Heritage Site and a nearby coal industry museum. Displays at the coal mine's Manda Pit shed light on the wartime history of the site by indicating that laborers of Korea and other countries were forced to work against their will and in brutal conditions as they were drafted by the Japanese government in the 1940s during World War II. The ambassador also paid his respects at a monument near the mine commemorating forced labor victims. He also visited a church facility in Fukuoka where remains of Korean victims are encased and called for their swift return to families in Korea on humanitarian grounds. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Centre in Seoul. I'm Kuhijin.